Hi, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Dramatic Dream Dragons podcast here on the Five Star Network. We are, as always, a podcast all about Dragon Gate and DDT Pro Wrestling. It's been a while since we recorded last, but uh, it's because both me and Yannick have been busy with studies, uh, with because we're both back in school. Uh, I am, as always, your host, Sonja Bjorn, and with me today, I have both Yannick and Dylan here. How are you guys doing? You know, I'm very proud of you both for going back to school, doing great things with your lives, doing a lot of great things. But I was busy, too, because the top floor above me in my apartment right now had a leak earlier this week. Uh, they had uh, their free their ice maker and their refrigerator, as we found out. Uh, so basically, the corner of my kitchen folded in of itself, like the ceiling, and like there's now a big hole in the ceiling of the kitchen that they still haven't fixed yet two days later, which is making me very oh. unhappy. So I've I'm had sure a... it isn't funny, but it is. It's, 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 it's okay. I'm giving you all permission to laugh at my misfortunes right now. <laughs> it's totally fine. Uh, but it is like a, a very annoying thing because treated me very well. I've been in an unhappy place, but the thing that gets me happy though is talking with you guys about pro wrestling and specifically well i mean we kind of go all over the place we've had different stuff we've got we were talking off the air about all japan stuff that's bled its way into ddt we've talked about cmll glate uh as well uh you know all kinds of stuff all kinds of fun things going on trying to blur the gold class i saw what you were doing there uh sandre so we get a lot going on right now so it's it's all good but i we've all been busy in our own ways two of which are much more positive than the idiot <laughs> so i a lot of things are happening in wrestling yes we have a lot of news to cover but first i have to say happy mika iwata week everyone let's go yes. <laughs> Let's go. I wanted to to tell as now that my studies have started that I don't have time watching wrestling, and it was it's actually funny that uh, last time we recorded we said okay yeah it's kind of an off week, so let's do like something special. Um, yeah. Then it was so long until we <laughs> came yeah. together today. Totally did. And we that. actually have a lot of to talk about. We have a lot of news to talk about. <laughs> and I saw almost nothing of it <laughs> because well, I don't have time. Course... But I saw Mika Iwata. Yes, Mika Iwata won the title so finally in Sunday Girls, and I have been on a high when it comes to wrestling because of that. But yes, um, first of all, we're going to start off with Dragon Gate. Some big news happening in Dragon Gate. The, the biggest news, of course, being announced is that the Triangle Gate Vacant Tournament has been announced. Uh, we finally find out, have found out what they will do with that. And that is that they will have a kind of mini-tournament. To, uh, three quarter, uh, like, three, three, like, where you qualify for the title match and then the title match in a three-way on the Corrigan Hall show on the 6th of October. So the qualifying matches are first on the 24th this weekend in Osaka Edeon Arena number two. We will preview that show later, but uh, the first match is Ben K, BB Hulk, and Kota Minora, Gold Class, versus KC, UT, and Strong Machine J of Natural Vibes. Who do you guys think wins this match? Gold class. 
They are the ones that vacated the titles. <laughs> so, Gold yeah. class got to get the titles back on them. Making the whole thing pointless. But that's okay. <laughs> uh, uh, no, no, no. UTJ is, is the team. UTJ and Casey, that would be awesome. That yeah, other I, I, I don't care about Casey. UTJ <laughs> is the team. I... I wouldn't rule out Gold Class winning it, but I am rooting for Nacho Vibes uh, in that match. Uh, then the other qualifying match happening on the 24th is Susumu Mochizuki, Mochizuki Jr. and Yasushi Kanda of M3K versus Hyo, Kai, and the returning from excursion or from like mini excursion, Shun Skywalker, Seabrats are facing M3K in this match. Um, I think. This is the semi-final of the, that show. This is the, the one right before the main event. I, I said that I wanted Shun Skywalker to come back in a big way and not be announced at all. But here he is announced anyway. So. <laughs> My in a big be. way. Huge yeah. announcement, though. It is a big way, kind of. <laughs> like, I, I wouldn't this... actually rule out Seabrats winning this whole tournament. <laughs> yeah, I, I think so, too. Nothing match. Yeah. But Sadly. I think Zebrats wins this, I, though. I think having Shun Skywalker back will be a shot in the arm, though. Hopefully. I, <laughs> I mean, they, they, proved, they proved that they can't handle shots in the arm. <laughs> like I said, I hesitate to even think this. But could it be that somehow them losing this would be the impetus for something to change in Zebrat, some kind of angle with Shun Skywalker that Maybe. could set something up. Maybe. I think uh, they're going to win, but... You I, think they're, I, I also think they're going to win. Um, but then, the other qualifying match happening a bit later, because Yuki Shoko is busy on the 24th, we will get to that soon, but... This will be happening on the 30th, uh, the last show of the month for Dragon Gate. I think it's a YouTube upload. It's not going to be live on the network, but it is D-Courage, Madoka Kikura, Yuki Oshoka, and Dragon Daya versus the rookie team of Yoshiki Kato, Kaito Nagano, and Ryoya Tanaka. So the rookies are going to get beat. But it will be a good match, though. Yeah, I think that could, this could be a really fun match. That on paper, this is the one that looks the best of the of these three qualifying matches. Yes, yes. If it if it was Doi or obviously Minorita is injured, so but if it was Doi instead of Hulk, maybe. Um, but this is definitely the most interesting one. We will. I will praise Hulk so much in like an hour when we talk about an old match. <laughs> but Hulk is good in gold class, come on. But either way, this the three-way on the the 6th of October in Corrigan will determine the new Triangle Gate champions. I think the most likely is gold class versus Seabrats versus the Courage. I'm really happy that they're doing a three-way because that is very exciting. Like, three-way six-bands are really exciting always. And you need something for all those guys to do because there's a lot of, like, of your bigger pushed players, you know, are in that match if they set things up like Shun, uh, you know, Menorah just had a title shot. 
uh, obviously all of the courage. So, like, if you get that, what you said, then I think that, like, s- satisfies a lot of different things o- overall. So it is, like, a big-time match. I don't know if I can get into anything Zebrats is doing r- right now, uh, to be honest, with just their style. Nothing against anything. Uh, but it, I like the attempt, at least. It gives us something. And I think that with the company itself, I mean, we've been talking about it for a while now, they just need something, you know, like something to sink your teeth into. And I think this little mini tournament gives us a little bit. It's not great. It's not anything that I think is like lighting my world on fire, but it's at least something. So I'll take it. And I will get to it in a bit, but this Eddie on the Reno soccer show, this uh, in number two, this weekend is looking pretty good. And I'm really happy it's going to be live on the network. Because the card is going to look pretty good. I'm going to talk about it in a bit later, but yeah. Uh, then some other big news in Dragon Gate is that Masaka Mojizuki is going to the States uh, at the end of the year. For the first time in like almost over 10 years. Which is insane. <laughs> How many matches have been announced? The only match that has been only announced one, only one. so far. Yeah is a um, Pro Wrestling Revolver match uh, happening on the 2nd of December, and it is, for the first time ever, Masaki Motosuke versus Speedball Mike Bailey. Yeah, the problem with Pro Wrestling Revolver is that uh, um, that their logo looks pretty similar to the House of Glory one, and I was afraid for a second. <laughs> yes. Uh, that is on. Uh, that is going to be on Fight Plus, so we will definitely be able to watch that match. Shots fired at Master P right now. Wow! <laughs> you know, okay. you win. All, I, you win some, you lose some. But this matchup is definitely a win. Yes, I I do think this could be really fun. Are there any other matches you want? You guys would want to see Motosuke do while in the states? Brian Keith. Yes, that is the one that is like I, I really want Brian Keith versus Motosuke. Sure, like that sounds good. Keep him, keep him out of uh, GCW though. I don't think Motosuke would like doing GCW. Dragon Kid <laughs> was in GCW. That is true. Uh, get so him, he... get him into CMLL. Now oh, that is <laughs> that's in Mexico. Yeah, close enough. <laughs> like different countries, but sure. Nah. I know, but like the hop isn't that far anymore. <laughs> the flights are cheap. Cheaper than Japan, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you know uh, who he faced in his last match in America? No. Who did he face? It was probably in DG USA. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Gargano, his last singles ah. match. Uh, uh, yeah. From 2013, so 10 years ago yeah. right now. Oh, I looked it up. He actually had one more match. That was, it wasn't a singles match, but the tag match was him and AR Fox versus the Young Bucks. Oh, oh that sounds cool. That really is, does sound cool. But it's fun because the Young Bucks were totally different back then. Yeah. That is what? true. What if Mutsuki shows up in AEW? Yeah, he's got like enough cachet to where that would actually be a possibility. Like, unlike a lot of these like younger guys that come in, 
to no, no, just just watch them announcing him from Pro Wrestling Noah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. you can buy that Tony Khan watched DG USA. At, yeah, that's at, at true. But not right. true DG, not, only USA. Not a lot of DG USA, though. I doubt he watched a lot of it. Probably just the like, highlighted matches. Well, all of the game stuff like was in Philly and the Northeast and stuff where he kind of like made his bones. Yeah. Uh, so, like, I mean, I I could buy it. I'm not saying it's for sure true. I mean, but look, man, the guy we talked about CML, like, uh, the guy follows Lucha Blog on there. That is shout true. out to Lucha Blog, uh, who totally deserves his roses and is awesome. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like I said, I could. I, like I said, he's got enough cachet at least to where you could see it. I don't think it'll happen. Like, there's no real purpose behind it. He's not like a big name to American fans or AEW fans, to where it would be beneficial, really. But you could put him in there, have a that good match. That sounds like Kinetic Kingston match somehow. Yeah, put, I, I think ooh. him and Ring of Honor, like him and Ring of uh, Honor. Why not? That would be awesome. I yeah. I think I think now that Eddie is the world champion of Ring of Honor, that is a great like open challenge. By the way, big downgrade, my boys was. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, Claudio. But yeah, uh, we move. What about uh, Mochizuki and Shibata? Oh come on, bro! Don't, don't Ring say of Honor. that. Uh, Ring of Honor. I'm, I would love that. I would love that a lot. But yeah. Uh, what if he books? <laughs> what if he books Bayern than USA? <laughs> Do you think the sponge guy has any? The can guy... move the can move the seats in America. The sponge guy did uh, the All Star Junior Festival USA. Oh yeah, just keep Rocky far away. <laughs> yeah. Uh... But we should also talk about the matches that happened on the KBS Hall show because the, the, the last two matches were pretty good. So I definitely recommend those two. But the first one, of course, is the most storyline specific one. Big Boss Shimizu versus Rainbow New Generation Leaders uh, singles match series. Match number five. Big Boss Shimizu defeating Strong Machine J in 50 minutes and 21 seconds with a shot put slam. This happened on the K- in the KBS Hall uh, in Kyoto on September 16th, and it was live on the network. I watched this live, and I really enjoyed this match. Oh, yeah, think, I did watch this live. <laughs> or, like, near live, because my network fucked up. Um, this was pretty good. Um, I thought like as the last few moments um really brought intensity that they maybe should have been able to bring the whole match, but it kind of makes sense like from them being. No, it doesn't make sense because you know the faction mates um and from from the get go they went into the into the seats and. Uh, through each other in the in the chairs and all that, but it really took the time to really get going. Um, yeah. But overall, I quite enjoyed it. Yeah, the, the problem is the early going was Jay was really taking a lot of the early going, and it was kind of boring. And then when Shimizu started to take the match, it got much better. 
Uh, yeah. And I thought that that it was much better overall when that happened. So it was all right. I'd say this was like a you know a three star match to me. I will say this was the weakest of the match series so far. And I just I really didn't buy J- like there's no way Shimizu was gonna lose this match on top of it. So it just wasn't that exciting overall. That's to me. that's true. Yeah. No. Yeah. Which is a shame. I really liked the. Like, the finishing stretch was really... That was when this match got really good. It's uh, just too late. <laughs> it was just a lot of nothing led up to that. Like, the, it was ten minutes of a lot of nothing before that. And But the brawl, like, after the match, Shimizu, like, suddenly ran towards the, like, curtain. And I didn't know that Yoshioka had been watching the match uh, at the whole time. But he immediately started beating down on Yuki Yoshioka, and I was like, oh, wow, this is heated. And when they got into the ring, I felt the heat between the two. I I was really into that. I I think Yuki Yoshioka versus Shimizu, uh, which is the main event of this Osaka Arena Arena number 2 match uh, show on this weekend, I think that match could really deliver a strong, strong match. Can we that's just more... get? Yeah, go on. Yeah, go on, Alec. Um, that's more emotion that Yoshioka has shown, and like since like he courage became a thing since his title reign. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, can we just get some effort from this guy? Like, if that <laughs> happens, then yeah, we'll have a, a great match. Uh, Shimizu has been. Excellent, I would say, in this push. Uh, even in this match, I didn't think it was like, that great of a match, but I thought he was really strong just being held bound, like, a little bit. Yeah. Um, you know, him. if he can get something and Yoshioka brings it, then we could have a banger on, on our hands, surely. Like, get a return to form, which I think is really necessary, as I think Yoshioka, the N1 really lowered my opinion on him, to be honest, and, and everyone's opinion on him, to be honest. And the whole year has lowered my opinion on him, sadly. Uh, you know, we need something. Like, where is, where is the Yoshioka from the title reign? And like, I just, I miss him. I want to see him again because we haven't we seen saw, him all year. We saw him during the tag league. Hit him and kick it off. Every time the they see him, it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> also, the tag league is over half a year ago. Yeah, <laughs> and I still remember some fond memories of it. But yeah, um, I, I. I honestly think during the N1, I it was kind of obvious that uh, Yoshioka didn't really care. Uh, but yeah. Then the main event of this KBS whole show, I thought was better than the Strong Machine J and um, Big Boss Shimizu singles. It was a six-man tag, Yamato and Shuji Kondo teaming with the newly arrived TN Revolution versus Casey, Jason Lee, and Jackie Funky Kame of Natural Vibes. 15 minutes and 26 seconds, Jackie Funky Kame lost to the Limit Bomb from TN Revolution, and man, this Revolution guy is a... He's, he's got it. Best Yamato match of the year here. Uh, just, just because it was TN Revolution. Uh, do, doing a lot here. It made it more exciting. Again, throwing shade on the, on the Double Dragons versus Yamadoi match. God damn it. 
the lowest, the man who dropped the least in the PWI 500 or the most, uh, Yamato, 274 spots. I counted them for the Wrestle Update episode on there. Well deserved efforts here. But I know this was a really good match in all seriousness. I thought uh, TN looked great. I uh, love his chemistry. And I hate it because Jackie loses because, man, this guy is so good. Yeah. Uh, I see him in both roles, whether he's a, I mean, he's always working the underdog, really. Uh, but still, like every time he goes in, he helped make him look even better. And I thought it worked really well. I liked what I yeah. saw. Uh, I don't know. You know, it's, it still remains to be seen, but uh, like in terms of star power and where somebody will go uh, all along. But in terms of in-ring, yeah, I like what I'm seeing from TN, and, and I yeah. definitely think that they had definitely have the basis for someone that could be a dude in the future. I like, I like the visual storytelling of his, like, emotions also, because, like, he was so yeah. arrogant in this match. And yeah, he needed it. Was yeah, a he lot. has to be, yeah. It was a lot of great, like, visual storytelling from him, like, just... By his emotions and stuff. Um, him and Casey had some really great chemistry. I, I think that is a very strong singles match if that happens one day. Yeah. And, but yeah, that, awesome stuff from him. I love the story, like him just sneaking in tags and, refu- and like refusing to tag in the old guys and them getting mad at him for it. A lot of like great, like, storytelling here uh yeah these two matches the last two matches on this sh- on this kbs whole show are definitely recommendable i i came in during the intermission when i watched this live so i haven't seen any of the matches before it and i have talked with people that said hey, you don't need to do watch any of the other stuff so but what you need to watch is as we talked about uh Stormgate in Osaka Edion Arena number two. Yes, um, I was going to jump to preview that now. <laughs> yes, I know. I know that you did. That's why I took that off you. Because, But I want to jump directly to match number three. <laughs> because yes. it will be a singles match. Ryo Fuda versus Ishin. We get the match we all wanted to see. Just not for the Brave Kid. <laughs> Yep, not for the Brave Gate. Uh, I actually want to throw. I want to throw out a YouTube upload right now. Actually, speaking of Rio Fudo, him yes. and Masaki Mochizuki had an awesome YouTube upload uh, singles match uh, that happened in Takamatsu. It's up on the YouTube Digest from the 18th. Awesome singles match. He of course got his ass kicked, but it was a lot of kicks. Like, it's exactly what you would expect from Ryo Fuda versus Mochizuki. Ryo Fuda got his ass kicked, but also kicked ass. <laughs> and I really hope that, like, this, like, because he is showing up more and more on these shows. Like, the, there, earlier this year, there were, like, weeks where he wouldn't show up at all on any shows. Not, not even YouTube uploads. But yeah, but he didn't like, even wrestle. Like, yeah, it looks like he is now getting more and more featured, and that is awesome because Ryufuda is kind of a forgotten rookie of of the 20, uh, 2021 uh, rookie class, and ev- everyone kind of forget forgets about him because he has been injured a lot. And I'm just really happy that he's now getting featured a lot. But yeah, 
That is happening on the September 24th show this Sunday in Edeon Arena number two in Osaka. I will run through the whole show now. The first match uh, is the qualifying match of the Open the Triangle Gate title. Titles, Natural Vibes, KC, Storm Machine J, and UT versus Gold Class, Coach Minora, Ben K, and BB Hulk. We talked about that earlier. Then there's a tag team match, Dragon Kid and Takeshi Yoshida versus Yamato and Problem Dragon. Then the aforementioned uh, y- uh, Yannick match, match of the card, singles match, Ryofura versus Ishin. Then a six-man tag. I am really happy about this t- this team. Madoka Kikura and Dragon Daya teams up with the rookie Ryoya Tanaka versus Noriki Doi, Don Fuji, and TN Revolution. I that match could be really fun. Then the opening triangle gate uh, qualifying match: Suzumi Mochizuki, Yasushi Kanda, and Mochizuki Junior M3K versus Shun Skywalker Kai and Hyo of Seabrats. Shun Skywalker's first match back in Dragon Gate since. The King of Gate, uh, and yeah, this I think Shun placed like thirty three on the PWI five hundred, which is the highest ranking uh, Dragon Gate guy. That's kind of cool. And then the main but event... wouldn't that list have been better if Hideo Kojima was on it? <laughs> Why? This is a Wrestle Update okay. reference. Okay. Yeah, okay. I was I was thinking I, something like that. Okay, nice. I I will check just, out the just watch there. next year's Raycat will top uh, Masha for being the highest woman on this list ever. <laughs> then uh Big Boss Shimizu the main event, Big Boss Shimizu versus Raywell New Generation singles uh no new generation leaders singles match series. Long title, but if this is the final one in the match series. It is versus the one guy he hasn't faced yet, Yuki Oshioka. What a main event. I can't wait for that. What are chances boss loses? <laughs> but, see, this brings up an interesting part of this. Yes. Because we all, we all thought that when this Shimizu versus the leaders series was over, it would lead to Keikura versus Shimizu. Now we we don't know where where they have that match. It it probably isn't happening in the Corkin uh, on October sixth because uh, the courage is most likely and the courage is most likely in the the, uh, the three way for the triangle mm. gate. Mm. It can happen at Gate of Origin, which is two days after two or three days after that in Sendai. I think that would be a mistake because I think at this point they can hold off on this match until Gate of Destiny in Osaka, Edeon number one in November. Yes, but that would I, suck. They should hold off that all that that time. It would suck because Kikura really needs another defense between now and then. <laughs> But because it will be, mean we will be going two months without him defending the title. But I also don't want uh, them to run Big War Shimizu versus Kikura in the Sendai Sun Plaza. Like, that's not, that's not really a... Like, I don't think that match disturbs that, that low of a spot. Yeah, 
Yeah, the pits of Sendai. And it's also like... They aren't easy. Gate of Origin isn't like the, that big of a show. They, it can, it's they probably can best to hold it. off, but... Yeah. Maybe then they... Maybe if they hold off, they finally get a hot... Uh, Dreamgate match for once. Yeah. They will have a whole month of previews for it, so... Yeah. And what are the other options? Like, I mean, like, if they were going to do another match, there's really nobody in the wings. Like, they would, like you said, it they could would have, have to wait been Tian Revolution if Madoka Kikuta had some balls. But yeah, we talked we talked about enough about that uh, on the last show. Yeah, that would be interesting, but I wouldn't want him to lose right now either. Ah, I thought I think it would be fine. I think it would be better if, the, like I said, kind of like what we said last month, if the champion was better, I would be more okay with it. But I don't think I would rather him not lose to Kakuda right now. Like long story short of it, uh, I think that they need to continue building momentum. Uh, and get him there. I mean, he's still such a new guy, you know. Like I, I think they're doing good so far, though. Don't get me wrong. I think that they've definitely whatever criticisms you want to lay at the company. I think they've done a great job with the push of uh, TN right now. Uh, so and, hopefully they can get there. And they have done a good job with Shimizu. Shimizu feels like the hottest guy in the promotion. Oh, by a million miles, and yeah. I also think that's because of his performance being so good. Yeah. Uh, more more than anything, and I I love him as a, a wrestler. I think he's doing awesome. I've always liked him, but I definitely think he's doing great stuff right now. So yeah, he's done a good job. He definitely feels like a very worthy challenger at the moment, and much more interesting than Minora, like with the last challenger, in my opinion. Uh, even though he had like a legitimate build with the tournament, uh, I like that what they've done with Shibazu, and um, we'll have to see. But I do think that ultimately, either it would be disappointing if it's in a smaller building like that. Uh, you know, like Sun Plaza or something like that. You, you know, you don't... I feel like they built it up enough to where you could get it at a, in a bigger venue. It just depends on what they think. And, and like I said, even then, let's say they wanted to just go ahead and do that match on a smaller venue, then who's going to be at the big show? Like, there's yeah. nobody worthy enough to, fi- to feel that. So I, I do think that they'll hold off on that until the bigger one. Yeah. yeah. I, I just hope... That they can keep the momentum of, of Shimizu going for a whole month uh, after this. That is my biggest hope. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Dragon That's Gate. That's tags. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's just going to be a lot of build up tags. Um, I, yeah. Either way, I am kind of ex- really excited for this uh, weekend show. Like this. Uh, uh, Osaka show this weekend. I think there is a, a lot of potential here to have some really fun stuff. And the main event could be a really good bang and a banger. And we have the return of Shun Skywalker, so who I've missed like a lot in this promotion. But we move over. Hey, one thing I want to say real quick on that something we didn't talk about. Let's say that the Vibes team wins. Do you think that they would kind of go back to Shun and Jay and try and reheat that storyline up? They could. Yeah, because they would face off in the final if the Vibes team won over, over Gold Class. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the 
It's it will is be interesting yeah. <laughs> to some people, but I, I, I just no, I, I think that that could be that could be definitely be interesting. I, I think the three way will be really fun, like no matter what team is in it. Yeah, but uh, they need stories. Up. They don't need yeah. fun matches right now. They yeah. need stories, and I think that that's something they can at least go to. Like I don't know if there's any juice left in it because it and has been months now. But... It would also feel fresh because Gold Class has been in like almost every triangle gate. So True. we we don't we don't need them to do that, but yeah, uh, I ho- I really hope Vibes gets to that three way. That would be awesome. But we move over to DDT. We have some big news coming out of the DDT show from Nagoya from the 18th this past Monday. There was a lot of shows happening on the Monday, and I found out it was because it was a public holiday in Japan. But yeah, they had the dramatic explosion show there. The biggest news, of course, not was not Onita and Yoshitatsu losing the All Asian Tag Titles, even though Dylan is it really was happy about that. News. <laughs> that was, of course, big news. But the biggest news was that Yuji Hino had an announcement. Uh, he said after two to three years as a DDT regular. From from the next cork and on, I won't be a regular as often. In DDT, injuries have been piling up, and I have five children. So, in order to continue my wrestling, uh, I thought I should make a new gig to protect my children, and that means I won't be wrestling that often. He says that he will be coming back to DDT uh, when he's available, but he won't be a regular on every show from now on. So this is big news. Yuji uh, Hino, the last KOD Ultimate Champion, he has been a regular in DDT for the past, for for the whole pandemic, uh, at, at mm. leading into now. And him now stepping away from regular competition is pretty big news. What are you? What do you guys think about this? This is fine. Yeah. This is fine. Um, like I'm not. I really had no reaction to this. Um, he, he never was like the. He never had the DTT DNA. Um, and it, it was always clear that the moment will come when he just moves on. Um, I'm very thankful that we got him and we had this time with him. Um, Though not all worked out as it probably should have, given you know his capabilities, um, and that's not even like that's not a slide on him. <laughs> um, yeah, I wish him all the best. Um, I'm sure we will see him plenty of times still. Yeah, like uh, a really good wrestler. I've always been a fan of his talents. His match versus Higuchi this year is still, to me, one of the best matches in the company this yeah. year. Um, but he's really like, what? Where else? What? What else can he do really in DDT as a regular guy? I mean, you've had the tag titles, you've had the main title, none of them really worked out that well. Uh, you know, yeah. it's not like you know. So it's like, what he, realistically, what was he going to do from here? He he even says it in the in the promo we had. Like per, personally, I fought everyone in DDT. Everyone is great, but I'm still the strongest. 
<laughs> which of course he keeps the gimmick alive but like i the big thing about this is that it feels like the all what he's pulling out of is the touring mostly like i yeah, think yeah. he li- i think he lives in tokyo which and i think this is just him saying i'm never i'm not going to tour anymore like I, i'll sh- i'll probably show up in corkins and stuff like that like this is not a retirement yeah, this and also just... I'm not appearing like in DDT exclusively. Yeah, that is also a good thing. Zero One Redemption Tour 2023. Here we go. <laughs> Ooh, A-W-2-A-W. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, uh, it is. I don't know what provoked this, by the way. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't get it. But you know, <laughs> he was a Zero One champion, so we'll see. Uh, anyways, it is uh, cool that he had a he, he had a promo here, and he said here that every time he comes back to DDT, he will reform Omega. So that that will of course return. But yes, thank you God for that. <laughs> uh, also, in this match was Tetsu Endo in the Omega shirt. Uh, Tetsu Endo is now back from injury. He looked pretty good in this match. Um, this is the one of the three matches I've watched on this show was the Omega, Makoto Ishii, Yuji Hino, and Tetsu Endo versus Higuchi, Ire, and Shina Ishida match. And I watched the two last matches. Uh, Shina Ishida... How was this? Yes. I want to say that Shina Ishida, every time he shows up on these Nagoya shows for DDT, he is a highlight. Like, this guy... Yes. I, I feel... If Yuji Hino is moving on from touring... Can like Shinya Ishida take his place because he's awesome? No, he's he's signed. Like Cage Match says, his promo- home promotion is Sportiva. He's definitely signed. Yeah, because Sportiva in, is in Nagoya. Yes, Nagoya he's, is. Ex- he's only wrestling in Nagoya. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, it's just you know, <laughs> get it flowing. You also. Who puts all these matches from Sportiva in the match guide? Who watches Sportiva? Oh, actually, I know people who watch Sportiva. I, I know people who watch Sportiva. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. Oh! Not the person I expected, but good on him. <laughs> Ooh, sh- look at that. Shocking. But yeah, um, the other matches on this show that I want to shout out, like, of course... Yunaki Yama and Kotaro Suzuki are now the new All-Asia Tag Champions. Dylan, you are really happy? I mean, like I said, nothing in this world can be worse than an Onita title run in 2023. But have you seen the match? No, of course not. Um, but and that's why I asked you. I wanted you guys' opinion on it. But then you, no, nobody. You, you're, so not, I, I you're not. <laughs> you're not doing your rep- uh, your duty as a reporter for the dramatic dream dragons when you haven't watched this. Well, don't blame me when you are just as guilty. We also skipped the dialogue. <laughs> yeah, but I'm... let me frame Dylan for this. <laughs> no, too late. We're we're all going down together. I'm not going yeah. down alone, Yannick. Yeah. Another match I watched on this show was Harashima and Yuki Naya defeating. The 37 Kamina, Toikojima, and Yuki Ueno in 50 minutes and 18 seconds. I thought this was a really fun tag. 
Naya got the pin on Kojima. It was a, a very inspired Naya in this match for me. Mm-hmm. And not, yeah, not only Naya, uh, Tokushima too. I thought he brought a lot to the table uh, wrestling wise. Yeah, it it was a lot of fun in this match. I this was the best match of the three matches I watched of this show. Um, and a lot yeah. of fun. I thought I thought it was a really good um, wrestling match. Very simple, but it never stopped uh, high intensity. Um, yeah, I many dive ins on uh, to like uh, to break up the pins, and most of them most of them were really good concealed camera wise. Yeah. There's so it this, just felt really intense. There is this one spot in this match where uh, Harashima is going for the um, Somoto on Yuki Ueno, and Toy Kojima comes out of nowhere and chops him in the face and does the Kojima Wonderland. And it's a great, a great, like, tag team uh, spot. Uh, save. But yeah, that, that match was really fun. And then we had... Minoru Suzuki showing up in DDT, teaming up with Sakakai and Yuki Sakaguchi of Eruption to face Antonio Honda, Chris Brooks, and Mao. This ended in 70, uh, after 17 minutes and 12 seconds when Sakakai pinned Honda with uh, with her finisher that I can't pronounce. Ku, ku, Dylan. Wait, I'm so sorry. I was looking at something. What, 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 what Sakyo Kai's finisher. Oh, Sakyo Kai's okay. finisher. Oh, Ketsu Kawato. Yeah. Thank you. That's this really not a... that difficult, Sondra. <laughs> this was a really fun match, also. A bit of an inspired Honda in this match, which was co- cool. I came in the main event. I ex- hoped for some like insp- inspiration from him. He still did the gimmick with Suzuki, but Suzuki basically no-sold him. And for, when he first got the mic, Suzuki ran, ran at him and like kicked it out of his hand. And that was an awesome spot. But yeah, this was yeah. really fun. This was a, a match you can only see in DDT. Yeah. Um, I'd say we've seen better, uh, better of these games, but this is Definitely a good example of what DDT can do. Maybe a little bit of a miss a miscast in the main event, um, but you know, when you get Minoru Suzuki, yeah, and and the, like the the big part of this match was, of course, that it was a preview for Sake Kai versus Chris Brooks. Yes, and I thought they did a really good job to set up that match. Um, and I'm really totally. looking forward to that. Man, I will be. The longer this retirement road goes on, the sadder I will be when she actually retires. Yeah. Now she has two titles, and she's just showing them off. She She's a total star. She has a presence like no other. Yeah. Awesome stuff. I uh, I thought 
they after the match ended, it was really heated between Chris and Sake Kai, and that match is gonna rock. So that is for DDT. Who's gonna top twenty uh, twenty twenty three in Cork and Hall in Tokyo this upcoming weekend? On the same day as the Osaka Arena Reno number two show from Dragon Gate. On I the will 24th... never have time to watch this stuff. <laughs> on the 24th of September, we will review both these both these shows next week. So, you know. Let <laughs> me uh, run through this through this card. As we as announced by now, this is how the card looks. Dark match, Yusuke Okada and Yuya Kuruku versus Kasuma Sumi and Rukia. Match number one, Daisuke Sasaki, MJ Paul, and Kano on Damnation TA versus Hideki Okatane, Yuni, and Takeshi Masada. So the rookies are losing. <laughs> then, Pheromone's final countdown in Korokin. We'll see about that. Three-way tag match. Uh, Pheromone's Yuki Sexyeno and Danshu Kutandi Dino versus Kazuki Rada and Naruki Doi versus Akito and, and Antonio Honda. Ah, oh, Hirata, you're getting wasted in this match. God. Then a three, uh, uh, the a six man tag: Tetsuya Enda, Yunakiyama, and Kazusara Iguchi. And you, oh, an eight man tag. I'm sorry. And Yuki Naya versus Yuji Hino, Makitoishi, and Harashima, Harashima and Yuki Sakaguchi. This will be Yuji Hino's final match as a DDT regular. Then a special tag: DDT versus All Japan. Yuki Ueno and Toy Kojima versus Atsuki Aoyagi and Dan Tamura. Oh. Then a special singles match, Konosuke Takeshita versus Mao. Then the DDT Universal title match that was set up two months ago. Yes, this title still exists. Matt Cardona making his first defense versus Maki Ito of Tokyo Joshi Pro. This is basically just a GCW match. Then a KOD openweight title match, Chris Brooks versus Sake Kai, the main event. Chris Brooks's third def- uh no, second defense, and Sake Kai's first time challenging for the KOD openweight title. Pretty pretty strong cork in, in my opinion. I of course Cordon and Makito is a question mark match. But the All Japan versus DDT match and the, the special singles match and the KOD title match all look really good on paper. I'm so looking forward to the uh, three or four All Japan fans that find their way to Korokin because they will be so loud. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if Dan has a, a personal fan club, but uh, Atsuki definitely does. <laughs> yes. It definitely does. There, this is a really mixed bag of a show to me. Um, from very good stuff like the obviously the main event and the Takeshita match. Um, to stuff I really don't know and I'm thus am quite curious about, like the Cardona Makito one. Yeah. To also matches I yeah. just don't need. What this Corrigan really is missing is a Kazuki Ibarra Extreme Title match. That's not. Uh. <laughs> because every Corrigan has had that so far since Peter. Since yes, he- yeah, I know, I know what you mean. In their minds, probably they have like done enough because they have like four distinct special matches. 
with with Cardona, with uh, the All Japan involvement, Takeshita, and the Dream uh, Dreamgate, <laughs> the open weight, the Kyoto yeah. open weight match. But yeah, um, I think we've talked at length about how much we want to see this this main event, and I'm yeah. just so happy we finally get to see it. Yeah. Dylan, what do you think about this card? To me, the thing that grabs me the most is clearly the main event. Uh, Saki versus Brooks. I think it's something I've been wanting to see. You know, pretty much since he's won the title, but and pretty much since he announced her retirement. I, um, I think if they wanted to, they could make it an even bigger show if they if they wanted, but instead we do it here, and I think that's totally fine. Uh, I think it's perfect for what it is, and I think it'll be a very emotional match and a gripping which I think has been the strength of a lot of Brooks's matches of this year, besides the last one with Irie, which was just like an all-out fight banger type of match, uh, which was obviously we all really loved and liked a lot. Uh, but a lot of his main matches have been built on emotional attachments. I think this one will have the strongest of all of them. Uh, so that, to me, is the one that stands out. The rest... Like Yannick said, kind of a mixed bag more than anything. It's not something I'm saying I would say I'm looking forward to. Although the fan club for Atsuki Aoyagi is well deserved, I'm a big fan of his. He's a good, yeah. good junior heavyweight wrestler. Uh, so I think that the All Japan influence on these shows is only a good thing. Uh, so from what we've seen so far between the All Japan and DDT relationship, it's been good for both sides, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, it's. Definitely one of the most exciting uh, partnerships we've seen, just simply based on the output we got. Um, yeah. I, this blows All Japan and Great out of the water. Or Noah and Dragon Gate or whatever we've seen. Yeah. I mean, we we haven't seen that. We've only seen like two matches in this partnership so far. So yeah. Yes, and they have yeah. all hit. Um, I I do, I do really like that the, this, the Chris Brooks and Sakakai poster says calls this the final chapter, Ooh. which is a, 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 an interesting title for their for this match. Uh, I also just saw now that this show is happening at 11.30 in the morning for for Japan. So that means it will be at, at like 4 a.m. for me and Yannick. <laughs> I could th- theoretically watch this as I'm on the train coming back from the World Tech Festival at the time. Yes, you're going, you're going but, to Germany this weekend. Yes. But the ECE... Wi-Fi won't let me watch this. Yeah. Well, you should have a fun trip in Germany anyway. Meeting Abe I will. Thank Korea. you. Astronauts! <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, the, uh, another thing that is happening in DDT, airing in DDT this uh, this upcoming weekend, is the big the train match between Minoru Suzuki and uh, Sashiro Takagi. Where they had a match on the bullet train that got taped earlier this week, uh, and this match has gained mainstream attention before it has even made air. 
It's been covered in BBC News, Sky News. It's been covered like by mainstream sources. And I think that is just awesome. It is. Before the match even has happened, a lot of pictures from the show has come out on like major source uh, news networks. And I think that is an awesome win for DDT. DDT going viral is always really, really entertaining. Yeah. Because they're just so different. Um, I haven't read that much into it. Um, but for once, it's not a pheromones thing, so, you know... <laughs> Maybe the comments have changed a bit, but it's always pretty entertaining. And like the clips I've seen of this match taken by the fans in in attendance look really fun. Just <laughs> Kenta Kobashi walking around being the being the, like the, the ticket whole whole check guy was awesome. Such an awesome clip. I can't wait to watch this match. It's gonna be really fun. But yeah, uh, that has been the current stuff in DDT and Trangate today. We knew this was going to be a short episode, so we wanted to do some big, st- uh, do a bit of a retrospective at the end of this show. And since we're clo- closing in on the one-hour mark of this show, we can move over from DDT and Trangate currently in 2023 to talk about DDT and Trangate in 2008. Because we want to sh- talk about the joint show the two promotions had on the, let's see, the 6th of April, I think, in 2008, in Hall. We found, we found a link to this show last week, uh, or after our last recording, and we wanted to do a kind of retrospective on this show. Unfortunately, like... There's only one match that is out in full and not clipped. But still, this show is a unique feeling. And the main event especially is a fantastic match, which we will talk about in a bit. But Yannick, you, I think, watched the whole thing. Yes, sadly. I did too, but... Okay. Yeah. Then you you guys can run through this undercard. No. Yeah, it's we not worth it. <laughs> okay. What um, is the first match you want to talk about on the show then? Yes, I first want to talk about Gorgeous Matsuno versus Tokuchi Ishikawa. Don't watch it. <laughs> I I'm sure it I'm sure it was funny. Um I'm sure I found it funny if I was, you know, if I was there, if I, it was the time, um, if I understood the word they they were saying. Yeah, that's yeah. How uh, how many how many of the 19 minutes and 35 seconds this match lasted? How much of that was in this uh, file? Oh, it wasn't that long. Yeah, it definitely felt long though, but that could have just been because <laughs> it felt I knew like it was the whole match. Yeah, exactly because I knew how long it actually was. 
Okay. Even That's... Eclipse, like your mind, it was like a Mandela effect on the match. <laughs> it's it's a match I would have liked to see in person, but you know, it's definitely a different gorgeous monster that we have now. <laughs> Uh, how about the Kudo and uh, Yasu Urano versus Anthony Mori and Susumu Mochizuki match? How uh, how was that? Oh, call him by his full name, please. Anthony, Anthony w. w. Mori versus Susumu Yokosuka uh, and Susumu Yokosuka. How how much of that match was clipped? A lot, I think. Oh, yeah, that was say, pretty yeah, short. Um, yeah, yeah Susumu and Kudo minutes. are awesome. Um, who who saw that coming? <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I just wished we could have seen the full match. I would have loved to have seen. I I always liked Mori. Uh, when when I watched it, obviously he's got like such a Dragon Gate look. You know, it's like somebody from the Beatles was transported to Dragon Gate. Uh, like the look that he has almost. Uh, but it was like I said, it was just the thing is it was too clipped to even. I yeah. say yeah. about it, but yeah, that's, Susumu. That, I mean, especially at that time was awesome. That's the problem with uh, these old samurai TV airings is that when you find the shows, a lot of the undercard is just half of the matches clipped. Yeah, so and that is how yeah. it was when I first started watching Japanese yeah. wrestling. Like there was still like they were still they were falling out of it by the time I got in, but people older than me, like you know, Strigger or whatever, like this is all they had. Like I said, you know, pretty much like these super clip shows. On yeah. there, but I, when I started getting in, they started to get out of that. And we did get more full shows, at least for the bigger ones. Uh, but yeah, the samurai TV shows. Hey, this show did two thousand people in Corcoran Hall. It said, "Yeah, and you hear it, and you hear it because they were loud, <laughs> especially during the main event." Yeah, the yeah. main event. Yeah, uh, the New York de- style death match, a five minute match between Masaki Mochizuki and Dontrick Dino. Did this full match get aired? I think so. This was fucking awesome. Was it awesome? <laughs> the, uh, this, yeah, they did a costume swap match. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and they tried to wrestle like the other one would. Yes. Okay. But obviously Dino can't throw kicks. And uh, Mochi tried to do some innovative Dino stuff. Or maybe, maybe he did that. Maybe he did yeah. it at the time. Yeah, I, I don't know how to describe it, but one especially, I um, he he did um, that I haven't seen Dino do. But maybe he did it at the time. I don't know. I thought this was really fun. Then why didn't you recommend it? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I actually only had time to watch the three-way tag and the six-man tag. But yeah, this match... uh, Yeah? I was just going to say, like, what I was wondering this whole time was, what was New York about this? (laughs) I wasn't wondering, because I forgot that already. Yeah, because I like I was wondering this whole time. I was waiting for like a pizza or, or something like that, <laughs> like like you know maybe like some a Yankees jersey at least to, to fall out. Like what? There was nothing New York about this at all. Okay, I don't know. They kissed. Oh, okay. <laughs> that New York. <laughs> uh, uh, sure. 
the first match on this show I watched was the three-way tag uh, match between Don Fuji and Mikame versus Kenshi, uh, Kenshiro and Rai and uh, Tanumusaku Toba and Poison Sawada versus Poison Sawada Julie and Ryo Saito. So this is kind of a mix. They had Don Fuji and Mikame teaming up, a Dragon Gate and DDT guy. Arai and Toba teaming up, a D- Dragon Gate and DDT guy. I think Swara Julie was a DDT guy at the time, and Rio Saito was, of course, a Dragon you Gate guy. You don't know Poison right. Sawada Julie, and you do a DDT <laughs> podcast? True. This is, what I, this is the match I most wanted to hear you guys' thoughts on. I wanted to hear what you thought of Poison Sawada Julie, because this is who, like, this is the guy I think of when I think of DDT from this era. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much. I, I never, yeah. I've mm-hmm. seen too little of his prime um, to to be able to say if he was actually a good wrestler or if he was like like all gimmick. Um, he was all gimmick. Yeah, <laughs> that that's the impression I have. But if you watch it here, man. So the the Dragon Gate guys came came out like dressed up as the D, their DDT counterparts. Yeah. Nothing beats Don Fuji cosplaying yeah. as Mikami. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Rio Saito threw, uh, trying to do the poison of the uh, Julie stuff, but it had having no effect. Only to, for Julie to do it and it working is. Also hilarious. Um, this was a total. Like, if it was like a Suicide Boys, like a straight tag match, this could have been a great wrestling match, but it obviously never wanted to be. And it, I thought it was really fun. Yeah, this was just so char- so charming and so fun uh, of a match. Like, I I have never really seen much of Poison Sawada, Julie. So this was the first, my first, like exposure to him, and I thought it was he was fun enough. <laughs> like I I I didn't really notice much of his wrestling because I was too busy most mostly focusing on Fuji uh, because he was the highlight of this match. Uh, Toba basically still has the same gimmick as he had today <laughs> in this <Yep>. show. Yes, <laughs> still All doing of the, the same stuff. Mikami, Mikami too. Yeah, Mikami too. Uh, Don Fuji climbing up on the ladder and trying to do the Mikami dive was awesome. <laughs> like, just refusing <laughs> to do it. Uh, it also was really um, for people that don't know, uh, Toba is the wrestler that always wrestles in boxing gloves. Boxing gloves, yeah. yeah. Um, and at one point, Arakan entered the ring and had the boxing gloves on. And Toba was confronted him like, where did you get these? Where are my gloves? <laughs> uh, this yeah. is funny too. Yeah, this was a really funny match. Uh, Dylan, what do you think about this? I just was like mesmerized by this match. Because it's such... It's so... 2008 <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. you know... Yeah. 
And so, so I was like, like I said, I was kind of like in a time warp almost for a second while I was watching this, and I was just wondering what you. I was honestly more interested in what you guys would think of this. Uh, DDT than... was the definition of indie in two thousand eight. Yeah, that that is true. Yeah, even before that, I mean, like I said, I mean the Suicide Boys, they were even before. I mean, like I said, to say it's my time is probably not accurate because I wasn't a fan of theirs at all <laughs> during this, but I was aware of them, at least, and I watched some of their shows. I was there when Io Delander won, won the, you know, the heavy metalweight title, and the dog won it, and the four-year-old girl that was demonically possessed won it. I saw all that stuff at the end of the day. Um, so I'm... I wasn't like a big fan of DDTs at the time, don't get me wrong, but I was aware of all of these guys, and obviously like Suicide Boys is even a little bit before me. Obviously, in later years, they've been like championed by some people as, as great workers of the early 2000s, and like you said, they're still around to this day, uh, obviously. And it was just... <laughs> I was just very entertained by this, but almost in a... In a it was an out-of-body experience almost for me to go back to this time. It feels like <laughs> It feels like five lifetimes ago of Japanese wrestling that we're watching. Yeah. But I was watching this, especially like the whole show, like the way that they, that it aired, how it looked, the fans, the pa like how passionate the fans were, were like a lot better yeah. than yes, the yes. modern days. To to be honest, yeah, uh, it's just like man, this was a whole whole other lifetime ago. This all happened. I was just I was very entertained to be honest. Yeah, yeah what I like way more about this than about the main event is that this is a match that only could have happened on this show. Yeah, that is never never mind the names, but that's just a match that can only happen here while the main event rather feels like a, a match that could have happened on more or less any like freelance card, like just like the match was wrestled, you know. Yeah, I see that. Um, the the main event, of course, is a, in my opinion, a fantastically worked match. Uh, the the main event is the only match that has a rating on cage match. Uh, on of twenty votes, it has a rating of nine point twenty four, which is very high. Cage match uh, rating. It was a New Hazard, BB Hulk, Cyberpunk, uh, and Shingo Takagi, the Dragon Gate side, versus Antonio Honda, Harashima, and Kota Ibushi on the DDT side. 20 minutes and 37 seconds. And I thought this was just so great. A really well worked match. It showed so much greatness from both promotions at the time. Honda, like, every time I watch old Honda, like, from, like, 2012 and down, uh, <laughs> like, it's awesome because he's a, he was a great talent at the time. Uh, he, like, he still can do some fun stuff now, now but here he was, like, on fire. Uh, Kota Ibushi and BB Hulk, as a, do, as a pairing... Is such a good pairing because they're two people who just do stupid, uh, stupid stuff and make it look really fun. But yeah, I I think this match is a really, really great match that everyone should watch if because you get so so much in this match. I uh, yeah, 
Stimmt. Shout out Antonio Honda. Ja. Chubby Honda was first of all, like he, he lost a lot of weight. Yeah. Uh, he was chubby. But he doesn't look chubby, he just looks massive somehow. Or like solid. Solid is the perfect way to describe Honda at that state. He was a good wrestler. But he was an exceptional babyface. Yeah. Yeah. He championed this match. I love that you guys are saying this right now. No, I I, I think Hulk was the best part of this match by a long shot. <laughs> I wrote the same note as Jonathan. I said, the thing is, I knew that Hulk and like Hulk was going to be awesome in this match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is around the time of of him and Shingo and his, Noah. Yeah, this is his best era. <laughs> like this was yeah, when I mean, he, yeah, yeah. He had multiple best eras. Like he had a ten year yeah. best era, like two thousand five to two thousand fifteen, with his title reign. Uh, obviously, now he's a lot, lot different. But I knew that he was going to be great. I already knew that Ibushi was there. Uh, you know, he was coming off the heels of the amazing, uh, his run in Noah as well, him and Mar Fuji versus Ishimori Kenta, like one of the best matches ever. So I knew that, but I wrote down Honda MVP? <laughs> Question mark of this? <laughs> like, that's like, I didn't expect that at all. And I mean, but this, like you said, Yannick, like you encapsulated it perfectly. A fine wrestler, but an. Ex- excellent, exceptional baby face here. He yeah. was perfect. He, this is the best. I mean, I don't, again, we're going back 15 years now, but this was the best I've ever seen Cyber Kong look completely due to Honda's like <laughs> being, being opposite of him. Yeah. Uh, it was an amazing performance. And I loved, I thought Honda was the MVP. Like I said, some, uh, somehow Cyber Kong and Honda were some of the best parts of this match. Yeah, <laughs> like, and, and why? Like, why this, Why did that happen? How is that this, possible? This match had the best... This match had the best DDT wrestler of all time, Harashima, in it, and the best Dragon Gate wrestler of all time, Shingo Takagi, in it. And somehow, they are the two least memorable parts of this match. Yeah, they they were fine, but uh, yeah. I, I definitely thought Hulk and... Uh, they're like, the other two pairings, like Kong yeah. and Honda and Ibushi and Hulk, they yeah. were, like... At a different level. Yeah, I agree. That there is a bump in this match where uh, Honda takes the like the diving kick from where he's up on the the shoulders of Takagi. Oh yeah. He takes the diving kick from uh, Hulk from the top rope and does a backflip sell, (laughs) and it's awesome. If he had to do that now, yeah. If he had to do that now, he would just (laughs) die. Yeah, he would Mid-air. actually die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lo- there's so much great in this match. I really love this match. And I was always, I will say, like I said, during that era, I'm talking about the 2005 to 2015, Hulk was my guy in DDT. Like, like he was the one that yeah. I thought he was the best. Like, I thought he was better than Shingo. And uh, all the rest, uh, pretty much. And I, I love the gimmick. Obviously, like very reminiscent of his trainer, uh, Magnum Tokyo, but um, like everything about him was so cool and great. And you see him move around here, and you see why he was yeah. like so highly regarded at the time, like in, in DG, because he really was a special talent again, not just 
the thing is him and Ibushi were at a level to where they just melded together so well in terms of yeah. the speed they had, how good, like good everything looked so crisp. Uh, they, they had just a great workers together. On the next, uh, because they did another one of these uh, joint shows together. That was uh, like five years later, right? Five, yeah, yeah, in, in 2012. Ah, and that's okay, four years later, yeah. That show has a... That show has a singles match between uh, uh, Kota Ibushi and BB Hulk. And that I really want to seek out after seeing this match. Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah, this, these last two, maybe three, if you're into the... If you're into it, it was watch, so outrageous uh, and short that it was enjoyable. Was yeah, enjoyable. the mochi, uh, yeah. Dino stuff. Um, I I enjoyed it. From then on, this was a total success. This show, and it, so I I'm wondering. So there were only two of these shows: uh, DGX yeah. Dragon Gate. Yes, and the second one, I think, because. I think Cage Match is a bit confused on the namings. Yeah. Um, because I think the first one was called Dramatic Dreamgate, which is a great name. Yeah. And the second one should It's almost our name. <laughs> yeah, Dramatic Dreamgate Returns. So if you guys would do a Dramatic Dreamgate Returns Returns show, this is why I wanted to do a retrospective on this show because I, I, I talked with Ash a bit about this earlier, uh, Ashman, and I would love a modern day version of this show. That would be awesome. <laughs> I, uh, I have some uh, matches, uh, but first I want to just rebook this main event, but with the current stars of both promotions. So I would have. Casey in the BB Hulk role, uh, because he came out the dancing baby face uh, of Dragon Gate. I would have Shimizu in the Cyber Kong role, and I would have King uh, Kikura in the Shingo role. Then on the drag, uh, DDT side, I would have Mao in the Ibushi role, Shunma in the Honda role, and Chris in the Hiroshima role. What do you guys think about that one? I went a totally different route. Okay, nice. Um, but so first, I, I want to hear what you think about mine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it would be a great match. Um, but it's a little bit like what I said about this. It also maybe won't be like a DG versus DDT match. And rather like, uh, you know, somebody could book it. Yeah, well, you don't see Casey. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. It's just, yeah, it feels like a, a six man. <laughs> well, I went for my guys. That's what. Yeah, I yeah, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was... uh, yeah. How about you? See, I said what uh, as I said before. What I really like about. Uh, um, about the semi-main was that it was truly felt like a, a match that you can only see on this card or on this show. So 
We're doing a three-way six-man tag. Okay. Is this but the main event have... or the semifinal? Of the no, 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 this is the main event. Okay. Clearly. So the first take out the third team uh, out of the equation because who are they? Well, they're like the mixed guys. We have your Naruki Dois, Kazuki okay. Hirata, yes, and Kazuma Sumi. Okay. I was thinking about um, Obashi, but I want a good match. Okay. Um, and then I tried to emulate the other um, the other teams, like having like a more experienced one, having a bigger one, having a young one. So on the DDT side, we have the returning Harashima. We have Katsusada Higuchi and Takeshi Masada. Okay, that's cool. One. And okay, who do we take on the um, on the experience side for Dragon Gate? So I went for um, Dragon Kid. Um, I went as the rookie. I went for Mochi Junior. Yeah. And I think the the difficult one is the like the middle one, and there I just went for Benkei to bring in the the character. Yeah, that's a strong one. I I I mean, there there aren't a lot of repeats. Like we didn't have any overlap there for my match for your match. No, so not at we, all. <laughs> we, we, we could have both matches on the same show. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Dylan, how is how would your main event of a modern day dramatic dream ga- gate returns match? Yeah, r- real quick though, uh, read me your match again, uh, Sandre. Like, what was the okay. you picked? I have Casey, uh, Casey in the Hulk role, Shimizu in the Cyber Kong role, and Kikura in the Shingo role. Then I have Mao in the Ibushi role, Shunma in the Honda role, and Chris in the Harashima role. I think it's tough because, like I said, a lot of what made that special was Honda. Who is that kind of guy in a modern era? Like, really? Shunma is, Shunma is the most great and yeah. underdog. Yeah, that is I why see I see that, actually. Yeah, yeah I, I can get behind that. Uh, injured right now, obviously. Uh, we we yeah, miss him yeah. very much, but uh, like a great performer. Not, nothing wrong with that. I don't think he had this. He has the same energy that Honda showed in that match. Like not quite the same, uh, because I think a part of like a part of Honda's appeal is that he's supposed to not be good, you know. Like, but and, like mm. Shunma's good. Like we know yeah. that he's a like a very talented yeah. wrestler and like a Joker hardcore guy. So I really don't actually see him the same as Honda. Other than yeah. he's a great he's a great babyface, great underdog. That's true, but I don't think he has quite the same awkward energy that I think is vital to that match. Yeah, um, so it's, Hirata it's, yeah. would have that maybe. That's exactly who I was thinking of. Like, <laughs> yes. The closest I could think of was him. <laughs> yeah, and like the and he's had him and Endo a few years ago. Nobody believes me when I say this, but they actually had a really good series of serious matches. Uh, they had a very brief feud. No, uh, didn't you so know Endo wasn't allowed to have good matches. <laughs> he's not allowed. Who stopped him? <laughs> Ash. Himself, besides himself. <laughs> like, like he's the only one who stopped himself from having good matches. <laughs> uh, I have a lot of time to think of this. I really didn't even think about it until you guys brought it up, to be honest. 
But Hirata would definitely be one of the DDT guys for me because I think he's so not just that I think he's like kind of like the heart of the promotion in a lot of ways uh, like you know yeah. like where without him he's somebody like you said Yannick Kazuki Hirata would not be Kazuki Hirata that we know in any other promotion like he has to exist in DDT uh, pretty much yeah. uh, for the DG guys I'm looking at their roster right now of who you would want to have here. The thing is, somebody like Shun is a top star, but would not fit in any of the roles. Yeah, like, you know yeah. that you say, or, or or even if you wanted That's to do why a different I just style. ditched it. That's just why I have ditched it. <laughs> yeah, and like the thing is, he like even if you want to do a different style of match, he doesn't really fit in any particular style I, outside I, of a heel. I have match. a plan for Shun on a on a, on one of the if we would. If a joint show would have happened, that's uh, a show we should do in the future, like book a full <laughs> joint show uh, on there. Like, yeah. I think that could be a lot of fun, to be honest. But also, I, also I did want to mention, that. yeah, I did want to mention that they did a, do another show in 2007. That's why Cage Ratchet didn't get Ooh. it wrong. Cool. It's like they did a show in 2007 and then they came back in 2008. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, but the 2007 one's a lot smaller. Uh, I, I also one. think that the two, 2007 one is not taped at all. Yeah, it's a lot smaller, and like that's why and they named it that. It's also Shinjuku face. A lot of it's the <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. But a that also of, had an Ibushi and BB Hulk match on it. That is true. Uh, I also have a, uh, one more match that I need to shout out. Yeah. Um. Shout out Amy. Let's do MJ Paul versus <laughs> Takashi Yoshida in a literal dark match. Like turn off the lights. <laughs> Turn off the lights and nobody can see it. Yes, she, exactly. She said that to me also, and I answered, that's a good undercard toilet break match for me. <laughs> oh my goodness. But yeah, uh, Dylan, how how would your main event be? Okay, so for the DG side, uh, you, you look at them and there's not really a good, uh, like, the thing is, like I said, the DG side... When you think about it, it's not like there was a ton of veterans to even be had. Like these guys were all in their primes, yeah. uh, you know. Like so, it's not like there was roles. They just picked three of the dudes on the, on the roster, yeah. like two of the best guys in a powerhouse. Uh, so I would have Ben K and Big Boss Shimizu teaming together. Uh, I think that that would be a, like those are the two I would look at. Shimizu could be kind of your Cyber Kong, but like even like actually good, <laughs> pretty much uh, in there. And he did, and obviously Kong did great in the match against Honda. But I would put those two in there. And for me, when you look at the, the Hulk role in this match, which is kind of like the spectacular guy. Yeah. Uh, you the, know, like, the most babyface on the Dragon Gate side. Yeah, yeah. Like the most spectacular, high-flying uh, babyface guy. I don't think there's anybody that really quite compares to where he was at in, two, in 2008 on this roster currently. Uh, you know, the hope is maybe somebody like Nagano can get there. But to me, the one I thought I think of when I look at it is Daya. I would put him in the Hulk role uh, and team with Ben K and Big Boss for the team. And for the DDT side, as I mentioned, Harada to me has to be in the, on the team uh, at that point because I think he would play the role that would make the match work. And I think for a Hiroshima type right now. Again, at the time, he wasn't a veteran. Like, he was the ace of the company right now. It was the champion coming into this match. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, so you have to keep that in mind. So I guess that would have to be Brooks would be Hiroshima right yeah. now. 
because uh, like, like they don't really have an ace character the way that like Hiroshima was the dude for a long, long time. In yeah. DDT. he was their Tanahashi, and they they played that up obviously as time went along. Actually, I'm looking the... at this, uh, he dropped the titles the title the day after <laughs> of the uh, show. That's who did he lose it to? Yeah, he lost it to uh, Dick Togo in a five way elimination match. Oh, see, wow, that's, this is what a this... shame. <laughs> <laughs> no, that not was, a shame. Dick Togo is an also, amazing wrestler. In a five-way, for... Dylan. In a five-way. Well, who cares? Who are the other four, three in the match? Uh, Sashiro Takagi, Seiya oh. Mur- Murahashi, and Yoshi- Yoshihago Yago. Okay, well, I guess I was wrong. It probably does isn't that great. But once he gets well, down to Togo and well, Hiroshima... <laughs> the thing is, Hiroshima was the biggest guy in DDT at this time. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's yeah, totally... Yeah, 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 him dropping yeah, the title so is totally big irrelevant. Big Togo to was big, too. Like, yeah, Big Togo was big. He was, a, he was big everywhere. Well, he wasn't really a DDT guy. He was big everywhere, uh, yeah. pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, obviously. Um, but, yeah, okay, so where, where are we at? Brooks, as the Hiroshima, he's the champion. It makes sense uh, overall. I would say. Yeah. Who's in the Ibushi role for your kid? Uh, Ibushi. See, that's the thing. Like I said, you know, again... Ueno? I... No? Yeah, it would have to be Ueno would be the, the modern Ibushi, and Mao obviously is a good pick as well. Either one of those guys would be good. I, I like Ueno a little bit better just as a worker, and I really like what he's shown, obviously, with the Takeshita. Like, if, if you know, uh, like, they could catch a few, but Mao has a chance, too, going forward, too, so it's up in the air, really. You could go either way with that. I would ideally want, even more than that, I would want a power guy to wrestle, like, Big Boss in this match that I've set up, so I would rather have Higuchi and, like, let Harada do his own thing, which kind of changes the dynamics of the match, uh, more or less, but I... I think you want the big guys to face each other. But, you know, again, in the role of Hirata and Honda, Hirata could be the underdog against Shimizu. Uh, Shimizu. And when Hirata actually gets a flash roll-up or a big move, that would be lead to a huge pop, ideally, uh, yeah. if he could be that. So, yeah, I could put, yeah, let's say either Higuchi or Ueno in there. I think I'd rather have Higuchi, but for the match itself, I'll say Ueno. Yeah. So Ueno, oh. Brooks, and uh, Hirata versus Benkei, Big Boss, and Dragon Daya would be my six-man tag. Yeah. I, so you have I, Daya and Ueno as the pairing there. That, it is awesome. I, I, I so want a modern-day version of this. I, I think yeah. it would be so fun. Let Don Fuji beat up uh, Yukishida. <laughs> There is there is like there is like so many p- potential things that they can do, and I think a lot of it could be really fun. And we could also have another BB Hulk and coach, even now. Yes, but only great to watch guys versus each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the worst versions of themselves. Like Ibushi is probably even worse than Hulk at this point. So it's like. That would be a bad match, but it would be nostalgia-filled. Maybe they can bring back the old energy between them. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I am really happy we did a bit of a retrospective on this show. Of course, we can't watch cover the whole show because the whole show isn't available. It's but I, I definitely recommend the last two matches to check out, just to check out, because they were both so unique. Um... I I hope we can find the one from 2012, uh, but I doubt it. 
if so, if anyone listening to this has the show from 2012 laying around, send it to me on Twitter because I really want to see the 2012 version of Hulk versus Ibushi. Um, and I lo- I really hope we can do a a big retrospective on a on some kind of show in the future because it it's always fun to look back at at the, these two promotions and. It's a, it's a shame they've only had three joint shows together, uh, but that's how it is. <laughs> any any last things you guys want to say before I close the show? About, uh, about this, specifically. About this specifically? No. I had a lot of fun watching it, uh, you know, to be honest. I, I thought it was yes. really cool. Yes, Um. And especially good timing too, because like I said, you know we're at, at this weird point, and they're they're building up to some cool stuff in DDT, and like I said, even Dragon Gate, I think they're doing a decent job right now. <laughs> um, but I really enjoyed this whole look back at a a bygone era because it's more. It reminds me of when I first started watching Japanese wrestling because it wasn't. It's still a little further back than when I started, but still, it's closer to then that than than today is uh, by a long mile. So I really enjoyed going back to this nostalgia trip and i was really interested to see what you guys would say so uh, sandra i'm glad that you watched at least the, the poison so what a julie match that was my my real main event uh on there but uh the main event obviously very w- worth watching by everybody if you can find it uh just check it out it's a lot of fun yeah then the main event will definitely be in the Antonio honda retrospective when we do that oh <laughs> i i wish you lots of fun doing that <laughs> His whole uh, career. Well, he is probably wrestling for another ten years, so it's a long time. <laughs> until that. But yeah, wrestling uh, quotation marks. <laughs> it was really fun. Uh, we, I hope we can do another retrospective in the, in the down week. If anyone have any suggest- suggestions for a retrospective in the Dramatic Dream team or Dram- uh, Dragon Gate like style. Send send it our way, and we will consider it. Um, I unfortunately only had the time for two matches on the show because a lot of school is keeping me busy. But yeah, um, we will be back next week to cover the Corrigan Hall show from DDT and the Dragon the Drangate show in Osaka Edion number two. But any anything, uh, Dylan? You have to plug Lucha Talk uh, because Anniversario was such a good show. Yeah, me and Micro, we talked about Anniversario, the 90th anniversary of the world's oldest promotion, uh, and any company in the whole world. Don't care if it's Japan, Mexico, USA, Argentina, South Africa, Philippines, Australia, England, or Antarctica. It's still older than all of them. Uh, and they had a great show, uh, top to bottom. They de- debuted new women's tag team titles on the show. Uh, they had an absolutely phenomenal hair versus hair match. Uh, oh, fantastic. Fantastic match. And I, possibly the best perf- like one-man performance of a whole year with Volador yeah. Jr. with one arm <laughs> getting through this. Um, and Angel de Oro was great, too, in the match. I know you loved it, uh, Sandre. Yeah. I really liked the Walter Jr. Uh, performance in that match, and like a 13 minute uh, match that flew by, <laughs> was awesome. 
and felt full and worthy because they had the yeah. uh, Relevo Suicidas tag match right before it, which set up like directly led into the hair match. Um, so it was uh, like a totally full match, even though it was only 13 minutes on its own. Uh, they had a great story through it uh, and how they performed it. I thought Oro, Oro was one of my favorite guys in CMLL, along with his brother, Niebla Roja, who seconded him in the, in the match itself as well. Uh, then the main event, you had Templario getting a triumphant win uh, on, on there. It was really cool. I very emotional to see Dragon Rojo, his whole family coming out. And I really went into a big spiel about why, like, because we talked, we actually mentioned, it's funny, you we brought this up earlier, uh, the PWI rankings and stuff and how they, they formulate their rankings. And it's like, when they look at the Lucha Libre guys, it's like totally just awful and absurd how they rank them. It doesn't make any sense. Like, you know, because the, the thing is, they value it in their version is, the titles mean everything, which is kind of true of all other wrestling outside of Lucha Libre, uh, that the titles are the most prestigious thing. But in Mexico, it doesn't work that way at all. Yeah, not at it's all. It's the, 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 like, the Puestas matches are what matters the most. Um, like, those are where the main eventers are. That's why Volador and Angel de Oro and these guys have been in all these ma major matches uh, this year, because that's what matters most. And we looked at it. And in a lot of ways, if you're just an unusual fan, that's kind of like counterintuitive, right? Like that doesn't make any sense. Why wouldn't the belts be the the most important thing? But then you see the the aftermath of the main event, and you see the emotions of it, and it goes to show why. It, like it's better. Like it's actually like much more logical, in my opinion, the way they do it because the loss in the main event was real. Like it yeah. wasn't like a title which you could lose and get back. The mask is gone forever. You lose your identity where, you, you know, you give up your real name. Your your mask is gone away. You literally have to reveal your real name, how old you are, and, and all of that. Uh, you know, it's all there. And it's so real. And it was such a, like, visceral, raw, emotional moment. Uh, so unbelievably great stuff there. And we covered it all in much greater detail. <laughs> we went an hour on Anniversario. Uh, all the matches on there, too. Uh, you had some New Japan influence if you're a Japanese wrestling fan on the undercard. Uh, very good stuff there. Uh, check out Wrestle Update. We've been hard at work on Wrestle Update lately. Uh, we've had multiple yeah. shows going going on there. We literally just uh, immediately as soon as the show ended, Nello got on the line. We recorded a show about AEW Grand Slam. Uh, we did a show about the PWI 500, which was like completely ridiculous. <laughs> like one of the most unhinged, <laughs> like 45 minutes of audio you will hear. Uh, and then some more serious stuff about the American scene, WWE merging, firing a million people. It seems like uh, AEW doing crazy stuff <laughs> as well. I'm very happy that the CM Punk saga has like died out for now because yep. I felt like we were talking about that every week <laughs> on, on there, to be honest. Um, and then there was that era where it's like all in, then all out, and it's like constantly back and forth. But then Wrestle Dreams coming up soon too, so a lot of big stuff there. We're gonna review, do a review of the show, uh, the Scabon show, uh, which is obviously gonna be on TikTok, uh, the Joshi, <laughs> uh, the American Joshi scene coming up. So we will do a show. We will watch uh, TikTok on here, which Nello is a member of. I think. I think he said that he uses it for work, but I'm not buying it, to be honest. I think he's just a big TikTok fan, secretly. Uh, I've never been on TikTok in my life. The like, game of using TikTok for work. Yes, yeah, so, well, exactly. Well, that makes sense when you think about it, obviously. Uh, but I've never been on TikTok once in my life. But it will be my first time ever uh, on there to watch this show, <laughs> to watch Commander Nakajima 
the the Stray Cat. Stray Cat. Calling it Stray Cat. And Stray Cat is there as well, obviously. So it'll be interesting. I don't know how yeah. this is going to work, but we will give it a shot. But yeah. It will sure be, for sure, be interesting. I, I can't believe this talk. is the second time we talked about Sukebon on air. Yeah, Sukebon ta- taking over the world <laughs> by being weird. <laughs> Regardless, <laughs> listen, to, listen to Wrestle Update. We work really yes. hard on it uh, yeah. overall. And uh, Easter Lariat, we're going to do a new show on there. Um, and then eventually, uh, go to the Patreon. Me and Sandre will finally catch up on the five star Grand Prix. Should be a bona fide hoot. Uh, on oh, that end. lots of crazy stuff. So much confusing anyway. stuff happening there. <laughs> we have to figure out who the hell is going to win this tournament because it's basically I, impossible with all the, the injuries. I, uh, I have lost, <laughs> but yeah, uh, until next time, we will. I have, I'm looking forward to next time. I don't know when it will be. Uh, school is busy. <laughs> School is keeping me busy, so we'll see. But until next time, as always, be ready, wake up, and go. Yeah.